It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on Locked On Wizards, hear from Thomas Bryant on his return to the court. The new approach for the Wizards, see which player has been standing out and hear about one of the many off-court luxuries the NBA got right. Catch all the details today on the Locked On Wizards podcast. Welcome back to the Locked On Wizards podcast. I'm your host, Renee Washington, and you are tuned in to the Locked On Podcast Network. Now, the Washington Wizards take the court Wednesday versus the Denver Nuggets in an exhibition game. So as the team has been preparing for their first scrimmage versus another opponent, we have to, of course, get into what's been going on on and off the floor, starting off with Thomas Bryant. 22-year-old Thomas Bryant had to wait to join the rest of his teammates in Orlando after testing positive for COVID-19. The Wizards traveled down early July on July 7th, and he didn't travel down until eight days later. And after that, he did have to spend... 36 hours in quarantine before he was able to leave his room and start practicing. But one of the biggest things around the return of Thomas Bryant to the court is the fact that throughout the the regular season, Thomas Bryant dealt with a number of injuries. And then on top of that, we turn around and see him test positive for COVID-19. Now, many that have recovered from the coronavirus have said they've had lingering symptoms and effects like Utah Jazz Center. Rudy Gobert, who talked about his diminished sense of smell. So there has been some question around how will the Wizards big man, Thomas Bryant, return to the court? Will he be 100% healed and will he be ready to go, especially come game time, to see how these effects will impact his game, if at all? And Bryant actually spoke on his mindset and focus this past weekend. I'm going to be at full guard no matter what. Uh, my, my mindset right now is to be in the best shape that I can, be in the uh, be the best leader that I can for this team, you know, and uh, just try to be the person that this team can look on to because, you know, we don't have B, we don't have Bertans, we don't have John. So we need other guys to step up, and this is a great opportunity for all of us out here. Now, like Thomas Bryant said, he's going to be a full go no matter what. He had been dealing with injuries and setbacks throughout the regular season, so this is no different. We saw back in February, after missing six weeks, He returned for 11 games, including five straight, where he finished with double figures. It seems like all was going well for Thomas Bryant, and then he suffers a stress reaction injury that again set him back. Four and a half months to heal and rest. He's ready to return to Orlando with the rest of his team and test positive for COVID-19. There have been a lot of setbacks for Thomas Bryant throughout the season, but right now he's saying, as mentioned, he feels good. He's been conditioning nonstop. He's been in the weight room nonstop, and he's getting used to being back on the floor and remembering the plays. Now, it may lead to ask when and if he will be a full go, but as Thomas Bryant said, he's in Orlando. He's ready to go. He's going to do whatever it takes to be a full go and be ready to go. And his mindset right now is to be in the best shape no matter what and also to be able to be a dominant force for the Wizards. I know that we talked about this in Locked on Wizards Monday episode, and it's been a continuous conversation around the team about the opportunities that each of these players have to really step up. And for Thomas Bryant, he's looking to be a dominant force. He's looking to adjust to be a bigger role. We saw when he was healthy, what he was able to bring to the floor, the numbers he was able to put up, not only in terms of points, but also grabbing rebounds and attacking the glass to be a a presence in the paint for the Wizards. So 
for him, this is a great opportunity to step up and be one of the bigger roles and leaders for this team that desperately needs someone to be the leader. Look, Thomas Bryant played just 38 games this season and averaged 12 points, six rebounds, and just around two assists per game. Those numbers aren't incredibly overwhelming, but those are decent numbers, especially the fact he was able to average in double figures, given the fact he was dealing with injuries throughout the season. One of the things that has been a a constant underlying thought around what this bubble season is going to bring is the fact that with four and a half months off, it's like an off season. Players have had the chance to rest, recover, and get stronger. So for someone like Thomas Bryant, who we've seen him throughout the course of the season, dealing with lingering injuries to now be able to rest and get stronger, get in the weight room, work on your conditioning. Of course, COVID-19 had to have set him back to not be able to work out during that time while he was recovering from the coronavirus. But even now, as we're seeing him transition back into the swing of things with the rest of the team, we're going to see how players like Brian and, of course, across the league, different players that have been dealing with injuries throughout the course of the season, how much this four and a half months has really benefited them to be able to just focus on getting healthy, to be able to just focus on getting back into their routine, into their rhythm, so that come the end of July when games start, they're ready to go. And so with no doubt in my mind, I'm thinking for someone like Thomas Bryant, this is an opportunity to not only show what he can do to help lead his team, but also to finally have a stretch where he can be healthy You know, you're just focused on one game at a time. He's got at least eight games. Who knows what could happen after that if the Wizards are able to come down into Orlando and make some noise. But you can really just focus one game at a time in this bubble season to try to be healthy for each game, consistent for each game, and also be able to be a leader for the Wizards. He has been a player that many have talked about who can be someone on the team right now that steps up. Rehachimura is another name that comes to mind. But when you look at what Thomas Bryant brings to the floor with his size, with his mobility, you have to wonder what, at such a young age, how much potential does he still have that we haven't even seen because of these lingering injuries. So I think this time is going to honestly allow us to get a glimpse into what could be the future for young players on the Wizards like Thomas Bryant as they're trying to turn a corner to be more consistent and more impactful on the floor. So we have so many different pieces that are working together. And as the Wizards have been talking about in numerous press conferences after practices, they really are saying that this is a team of a lot of unselfish players and they're going to find ways to make plays. Whether it's Thomas Bryant one time, Shabazz Napier the next time, Jan Mahinmi another play, whoever it is, they're going to find players to step up in the right moments to make big plays. And as the Wizards have mentioned, one of their big focuses right now is just to be unselfish. It's not about having one player or even two players for that matter that are stepping up, taking over the scoring responsibilities, but instead just to be an unselfish team where they can stretch the floor, run the offense, run their plays, and figure out who's the best player to take the final shot for each play one possession at a time. So one of the bigger focuses has actually been on the defensive side. You know, quarantine has been really an opportunity for them as Coach Brooks and and the players have been working through film as mentioned before, watching film of the 2017 playoff series versus the Hawks and the Celtics, the Wizards right now have really been taking this opportunity to really solidify their defensive presence, rotations, switching off of the screens, things of that nature to make sure that defensively they can see the floor, read the game, and be better on on that side of the ball. And then I think if they are able to get their offense going and really sharing the ball well, 
who knows what can happen in these these eight games to see if they can make some noise and make a run towards the postseason. So we'll continue to see how this unfolds, especially as they have an exhibition game coming up, to see how this all translates into a game versus opponents. And coming up in segment two, we've got to get into discussing the approach to the season that the Wizards have been talking about. We've talked about the opportunity. We've talked about the defensive focus. But there has been another approach that the team has been having each workout. And also there's been a player that has been consistently stepping up that every player and coach that has surprised them in a good way on what they've been bringing to the floor each and every practice. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Throughout this time that we've been watching the transition from being off in the, for these four and a half months to working back to getting into Orlando to now actually having practices leading up to exhibition games and eventually the actual games, there have been a number of mindsets, approaches, and different concepts that the Wizards have talked about. Of course, the biggest one being opportunity. This is an opportunity. We cannot stress this enough. I cannot stress how important this opportunity is for players to really show their worth. There's also been discussion around the focus of the team. Of course, being able to figure out the offensive rotations and who's going to be able to help, what, you know, whether it's through running plays, being more vocal, being a leader in some way, whether it's vocally or just through play, who's going to be able to, to step up offensively, also solidifying their defensive roles and rotations. But something else that the Wizards have talked about, and this is something that Mo Wagner talked a lot about in one of his recent press conferences, is the fact that this bubble season for, for the Wizards, in their eyes, is a new season. Four and a half months, as I said before, four and a half months off is literally like an off season. This is not like they, you know, a, a normal, just couple weeks off. Maybe you have an injury you're dealing with, you take a couple weeks off to heal, you get back. No, four and a half months is a full off season at that point. So for the Wizards, their mindset, another team mindset they have right now is that this is a whole new season. It's a different season. It's a different look of the team. Of course, without having Bradley Beal and Davis Bertans. Of course, John Wall not being there, who hasn't been there all season. But without DB and Beal specifically, this is a whole new team. The look of the team, the, the way they're going to play, the overall abilities that we're going to see them bringing to the floor is completely different. You can't compare as much as we want to this team to the team that we saw leading up to March before the NBA shut down because of the coronavirus. So the Wizards are looking at this as a new team. And I'm okay with that. I think it's, it's a good mindset to have. I don't know what you guys think. I think it actually makes sense. You know, there have been so many questions around, well, what is the team going to do now without Bradley Beal? And how are you guys going to adjust without DB? And all these questions about Beal and Berton specifically. The biggest thing the Wizards are trying to stress is, we know we don't have them, obviously. <laughs> we know we're not going to have them. We have to adjust. And we have to keep moving. We can't continue to just rehash and, and discuss and focus on what we can't change, which is the fact that those two will not be in Orlando. But what we can focus on is the fact that we have guys here that are young, hungry, ambitious, trying to show what they can do on the floor, that are ready to make the most of this opportunity, and that's what we're going to key in on. 
So I love this concept because it's not a knock on Bradley Beal. I know Bradley Beal has been actively still tweeting and showing support for the Wizards and things like that. Same thing with DB. You know, they're still a part of the team. It's not like they're no longer part of the team. But this identity of the Wizards in the bubble is different. And we have to treat it that way. And that's how the players are looking at it. And the coaches are looking at it. This is a different Wizards team. So right now, the focus in that sense has been to play with what they have, play with the guys they have. It's a different group, not only without DB and with, without Bradley Beal, but also just a different group for the fact they have been away for four and a half months. So now the players have been training on their own. You, we all know what an offseason can bring. That's growth. Players are able to get away from, from their teams, go train with trainers, go train with other players, whatever their offseason routine is, although it was definitely different around the coronavirus, but still get away, work out at home, in their personal gyms or with their personal trains, whatever it is they were doing to, to train, to bulk up, to change their diet. We've seen a number of players that have come back looking different, whether it's more, they're leaner or more muscular or looking just even in the way that they're, they're moving on the floor, looking like you can see their, their work has translated onto the court. So for that reason, the team is also different because it has been four and a half months. That's a very long time. So you have guys who we haven't seen play since March. They're coming back. They're going to look different. Their confidence is going to be different. Their movements are going to be different. They're going to be hopefully healthier and able to be more consistent. Of course, that's a goal. Still building off of that earlier part of the season. You don't want to completely erase all the work they had done leading up to the, the period of pause, I'll call it. You want to build off of that, but understanding it's a different group. Wagner was saying that they've realized, you know, it's also not just about basketball. And they've been doing a lot off the floor be- because of that. So whether it's meditating or yoga or whatever it may be, I know I-, I talked about Coach Brooks having the team watch film. There are so many factors that go into how they're going to step on the floor based on what they're doing off the floor. So the team has really just been honing in on building that chemistry, doing a lot of bonding. We've seen balling in the bubble. We've seen this, you know, again, what they've been posting on social media. There's been a lot going on off the floor to help them build. I like the approach. I'm okay with that. I think it makes sense because if they're going to sit and focus on, oh, we don't have Bradley Beal who averages 30 points a game and we don't have DB, we don't have this. We don't. No, we can't, you can't focus on that right now. There's eight games. All you can do is put up or shut up, go out there, play your game with what you got and see what happens. Now, there has been one player that has been consistently being brought up in every single press conference with how he's been playing. No Wagner was talking about him in his press conference. And that is Isaac Bonga. He has been consistently brought up, whether it's coach Brooks, whoever it is, everybody has just been talking about what he's been bringing to the floor. And Mo Wagner had a great quote about him. We'll get a chance to hear from Isaac Bonga in a future episode this week and, and talking about exactly what he's been saying, doing and feeling. But Mo Wagner had this to say about him. I think um, he just feels a lot more comfortable in his own skin and knows what he's capable of doing and kind of realizes that he has a body um, that he can use to his advantage on this position. Um, and I think you can see that. I think he trusts his defense a lot. And, I mean, once this game slows down and he develops a certain comfortable comfort level, um, just as, as, that, as it is with the, every young player, his skill set is just going to, um, yeah, blossom even more. So I'm very happy with him. It's a, it's a really hard worker. Um, I've come to the realization that he kind of stands for what the Wizards are trying to do. Um, just come to, day, come to work every day and give it your best and everything else is going to work out. And uh, he, 
uh, embodies that perfectly. And I think one of the big, the biggest things that I take away from what players have been saying about Bongo is it really does align with what the Wizards are thinking as a whole that this is a new season. So for him, you know, he's been playing a lot better. He's been playing a lot more confident. He's figuring out his role on the team, on the floor, his identity as a player. And something I know even Shabazz Napier was saying that the biggest difference between a superstar in the league and, a, and just a role player or, you know, a, an average player in the NBA is the fact that a superstar tends to be more consistent. That consistency is key. That's what usually separates if a player like Bradley Beals dropping 30 points every game or averaging 30 points every game versus someone who every once in a while drops 30 or every once in a while has a double-double. That's the difference. So for Isaac Bonga, I'm not by any stretch of the imagination saying he's now suddenly going to become a superstar, but this is a step towards him increasing what he brings to the floor and that you see him playing more confident. Even in the clips that I've seen of the Wizards in training, he's someone that is standing out. You know, he's, he's playing with a little more swag, I should say, a little bit more pep in his step. You can see how he's, you know, moving off the ball. You can see how he's attacking the room. You can see how he's shooting. It just seems like he is feeling more confident and that whatever he's been doing in the offseason right now is standing out. And even the fact that the Wizards are having this concept of come to work every day, give it your best, and everything else will come together. I love that. Because again, as we talk about not focusing on what they don't have, not focusing on what they cannot control, you're focusing on what you do have. And for someone like Bonga, this is an opportunity. And he's focused on just making the most of it, bringing his best every day, getting better each day, and then helping the team in any way that he can. So, you know, defensively, he's, he's trusting his teammates a lot more. He's trusting his own defending a lot more. He's playing a lot more confident he's looking more comfortable like he's understanding what he's capable of in his position in his role and that's what the Wizards are going to need I mean they need players to come into this atmosphere into this opportunity with that confidence that they're going to make the most of each possession on both sides of the ball make the most of each possession show what they can do and just unselfishly find ways to help impact the game Whatever that may be, whether it's, you know, I know Matt, Mo Wagner was talking about just bringing the energy too. That's something else they have to do. When you're playing in an empty gym and there's no fans to help, you know, get you over those lows of the game and to help you get back into it, now what? You're going to need everyone to hold each other accountable, everyone to be involved, engaged, on and off the floor. You know, players on the bench, players picking each other up, literally and figuratively. You know, it's going to really take a team effort to continuously bring what they need to do each game and be consistent on the floor so that they can make the most of these eight games, get the wins that they need to as they're five and a half games back and have a real opportunity and chance to get into the postseason. So now as the Wizards are looking to focus on this as a new season, you have players like Isaac Bonga that's really stepping up. I know that's someone I'm looking forward to. Of course, I've seen them in, in the clips that we've seen in workouts, but now to see how he's doing against opponents in their exhibition games. So if you can't tell, I'm really excited for the exhibition games. <laughs> it's time for some games. I cannot wait to finally see what the Wizards and for all teams in the NBA across the league, how they're looking against opponents, how their rotations are looking without some players down in Orlando across various teams for, for whatever reasons, whether it's health reasons, social injustice, whatever it may be. It is time to see what these guys can do, what they've been working on in the offseason, how it's going to translate onto the floor and how they are coming together as a team. So Almost. We are almost there. We are almost at exhibition games. Hang in there. So in our next segment, we are going to get into something that the NBA got right. I know there's been a lot of work put in from the league to really make the most of this bubble to provide the players with everything that they need. And there has been one thing 
one thing that was brought up that I was like, first of all, I need, but second of all, wow, the NBA sounds like they absolutely got that right. And, and kudos and hats off to them for correctly bringing that luxury, I should say, to the teams. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So what did the NBA get right? Let's talk about it here on Locked On Wizards. There has been a lot of discussion about all the things that the bubble and the league is going to provide in the bubble, I should say, to give players whatever they need on and off the floor, knowing that some teams are going to be there for three months. Some teams are going to be there for a little less, but some teams are going to be there for a while. And if you're away from your families, if you're away from home, you need to have all the amenities and things to be comfortable. And also just to be able to have that work-life balance and be able to have, whether it's hobbies, activities, games, whatever it may be to help you mentally be focused and mentally, honestly, just deal with the fact that you are now confined and quarantined in a bubble for months. That's a lot. And that's a lot of, that's a lot in terms of not having that freedom. I know we've been seeing some players that, you know, have been itching to get out of the bubble. Some that even broke out of the bubble, but you know, it's, it's hard to think about being quarantined in a space for that long. I know we've all been doing it for the last few months, but at least we were in our homes. Now you're being quarantined in Orlando, away from home, away from your family, away from your normal routines, and all you have right now is basketball. Now, of course, there's nothing wrong with that. That sounds great to play basketball for you know the next three months, but what about off the floor? What's helping you to, to de-stress, to recover, to really mentally be able to be at your best? One thing that Jan Mahinmi was talking about was the package room. People are getting care packages. They're, getting, they're ordering things off of Amazon. First of all, who is not ordering things off of Amazon right now? I think Amazon's business might be at an all-time high more than ever because so many people, I, am, I have not been guilty of this. I've been very, very disciplined, patting myself on the back right now, very, very disciplined not to just sit and order things online. But it's so easy when you're just quarantined to just sit and order everything to be delivered. You don't have to go to the store. You can be lazy. You're in your pajamas, on the couch, ordering. doesn't get any better than that. Well, the NBA players have been doing that too. Ordering a lot. And a lot has been getting delivered specifically from Amazon. So their package room is packed. They've got a 24 to 40 hour window where packages are held before players are able to, to pick them up. So whatever is being shipped is first being held in for a period of time in, in the warehouse before players are able to actually pick it up. That is great. And to see that, I know Jan Mahinmi was saying the package room is stacked. Boxes and boxes of things. People are ordering so much stuff. But that's actually not the one thing that the NBA got right. That actually, although that is a very cool feature, don't get me wrong. The one thing that Jan Mahinmi was talking about that the league got right, the barbershop. Oh my goodness, it's genius. He was saying on, from the very beginning, that was like the first, one of the first things he did. Get to the bubble, get your hair done. Because think about it. Quarantine hair is real. Quarantine beards, mustaches, overgrown hair. I don't have to deal with the beards and mustache, but I can tell you overgrown eyebrows, 
whatever it may be, has been a struggle. Some are fortunate they can do themselves or they have someone that a family member or a close friend that can do it for them. If you don't have someone that can braid your hair, cut your hair, do your eyebrows for the women out there like myself that are struggling, then what? So the NBA actually has a barber shop right there that allows them, they have two barbers, he was saying, Jan, he was saying they have a lady that does braids and cornrows and another lady that does locks. Oh my, can, can I go to the bubble just to get my hair done? Because that sounds like what I need to do. Um, but it really is nice and it's really needed for the players. You know, that's something that allows them, again, your hygiene, your mental health, all these things are so, so important right now as players are being quarantined in the bubble and then this new normal that they're dealing with around the game. And so I know Jan was saying he used it from the start. I'm sure a lot of other players took full advantage of it. And it just allows you now to go do something as simple as getting your hair done. Go such a long way. Such a long way. So shout out to the NBA for bringing a barbershop with a nice, a nice environment for the players, a nice opportunity to go get yourself taken care of, whether it's, you know, getting your hair cut or getting your braids redone, whatever it may be. But that's such a small thing that makes such a big difference. Whew. Wednesday, July 22nd, the Wizards take on the Denver Nuggets for a 3.30 p.m. Eastern time tip-off. And there is a lot to continue to discuss the rest of this week as we talk about what happens in their exhibition game. Jared Utoff has got to talk more about Isaac Bonga as we get a chance to hear from him and much, much more that we're going to continue to get into from the bubble. So subscribe, give us a five-star review so you can tune in each and every day for a new edition of Locked on Wizards. I'm your host, Renee Washington. You're listening to the Locked On Podcast Network for this edition of Locked On Wizards. Washington out. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.